0: Bitchin NYC Yo, 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 what's up my peeps? This is Bitchin' NYC My name is Stowe And I'm here to analyze, examine, and deconstruct Anything and everything Especially, but not limited to, New York City I'm doing this podcast to raise awareness On what I believe to be very important issues And offer solutions so as to make NYC and the planet a better, more sustainable place to live. Bitch in NYC. All righty, all righty. This is Stowe talking. How are you? Yes. Wonder where you're listening to me. Like, are you sitting uh, in your car in traffic? Are you in the subway? Are you at home? Kind of curious, and also this is the third podcast, so I'm wondering uh, what your feedback is. So if you want to send me some feedback, I got a Gmail here. It's sto s t o New York City at gmail.com. That's sto. That's my nickname, short for Christopher Christopher. Yep, trying to be different. Okay, so sto dot New York City at gmail.com. So you know, send me back. Some feedback, you know, tell me why you agree or disagree with what I'm talking about or if you think there's some topics you think I should cover. And uh, your encouragement or lack thereof will determine whether or not I keep doing this podcast because it does take, it consumes time and effort and stuff. It's not as easy as people think. So, today's topic, actually I'm doing this third one. Uh, It's my top pet peeves like I'm gonna try to cover a lot of turf in 20 minutes cause that's what we try to keep it to and I'm just gonna uh, ramble off some of my top annoyances uh, that get to me on a daily basis here in New York City so let's start with noise like noise is one of the main things I cannot get used to here living in the big city New York City when I was younger it didn't bug me so much but as I get older it really bugs me and one of the biggest uh, culprits for noise is sirens. The sirens here in New York are the loudest I've ever heard, and I've traveled the whole world. Uh, they run about 120 to 150 in decibel level, and supposedly, uh, the law is anything above 80 decibels, uh, uh, the average citizen isn't allowed to um, do, like if you had a loud uh, big boom box, or if you're cranking or you're playing your music somewhere out in the street. You can't go above 80 decibels, or else you can get a ticket or whatever. So I don't know why the sirens have to be so loud. Uh, There's a lot of talk right now, uh, the city council about switching out all the sirens with the less loud European style, and a couple of hospitals have already done it. Uh, But the main uh, offenders are the the fire trucks and the fire truck ambulances that have to follow them. And I know for a fact, Because I've spoken to a gentleman who drives one of those that ninety percent of the time they're not even needed. It's just a law that they have to follow every fire truck, even when it's like a false call, which is ninety percent of the time. So it's a big waste of taxpayers' money too. So and also there's other loud things like people talking loud on their cell phones, like as if like you know everyone wants to hear what they're talking about. Like you're sitting at the park quietly and you're trying to mellow out, and then some loud. People are just talking really loud on their cell phones. Like I don't know. I think it's like a subconscious way of like showing that they're important or something. And it it crosses all socioeconomic boundaries. I you know so some of these things I'm going to list might piss people off because some of them I've noticed are certain demographics and that might annoy some people. But that's just after 30 years of observation. So you can, you know, take it for what it is. Um, Conversations on phones. Yeah. So that was annoying. And then garbage trucks. You know, garbage trucks. Like the the guys who work for the city are actually really good, and uh, I get a ple- I get pleasure actually from watching them take the garbage away. I mean, some people might think that's weird, but I I respect the hell out of garbage guys, especially the ones who work for the city. They they the people beep at them. That's that's really weird to me. Like I there's a very ghetto vibe to like beep at at garbage men when they're working, you know, doing a job nobody wants to do and working at you know all hours of the night taking our garbage away and making the city a better place. And then people have the nerve to like beep at them. It's like really strange. So if you're doing that, you're an idiot and you should stop doing that. And then, uh, but the garbage trucks that do make noise are the private carriers. And there's a lot of legislation going through right now because private carriers have been out of control working for all the millions of like restaurants and stuff, picking up their garbage. And they hire like illegals and take advantage of people, exploit cheap labor, people of color. And the people don't care, therefore, so the uh, they they smash and crash the bottles from you know all the alcohol that's consumed. The empty bottles are smashed and crashed almost on purpose, and then the people are yelling and screaming and talking to each other because I don't know, man. You could do a whole PhD thesis, uh, you know, thesis on this, but anyways, I wish they would chill out too. If you're listening. And then the backup beeping—it's like the loudest beeping you've ever heard. It it goes to the center of your brain, like the center, and it goes right through your right through your body. It's a the it's the sound that big vans or trucks—I guess they legally have to have installed. If they, so when they back up, it makes just horrendous beeping sounds, and at all hours of the night, because deliveries are happening a lot, like especially from the early wee mornings, like from five in the morning up to like five at night. There's a lot of deliveries. And there's got to be a better way of some kind of sonar uh, sonar system or something like where they can some new device needs to be invented so they can just bounce waves off of objects and and then know to put the brakes on and the and stuff because they have that in the new cars so that noise pollution is one of the main things I as a New Yorker can't stand so. And if they just did, if they got rid of a lot of this stuff and fixed these noise pollutions, I would actually wouldn't mind living here as much. But I'm just kind of fed up with New York, mostly because of noise. But then the second biggest uh, culprit, offender, is air pollution. Now, diesel exhaust is the number one problem from a lot of the delivery trucks. And, you know, God forbid they ever we ever switch over to electric cars and electric trucks. That would be loud. that would eliminate you know a huge portion of the air pollution the co2 problem we have in the whole planet if we had as long as it was a clean energy source, not coal or oil or anything if, if it's from solar or wind, which eventually will happen if we're sane but the diesel exhaust there's a three minute idle law here in New York, and most people don't f- know about it and they don't follow it and it's not enforced and i've talked and I've spoken to uh you know the grounds the people on the ground uh People give out tickets for cars, and they give out tickets for, like, minor violations, things like that. And they said that they're told not to enforce it. So I know it's some kind of political, you know, muscle being pushed behind the scenes, behind companies that, you know, don't want to pay big fines for... uh letting their guys sit and eat their lunch and let their go beyond the three-minute... I mean, if you have a refrigerated truck, that's one thing. But if you're just let, If your guy's just sitting, like, taking a break for a half hour next to your house and he's blowing huge amounts of diesel fumes right into your window and breaking the law, like, and doesn't even know it exists, that's pretty... That needs to be dealt with and tickets need to be given out. So, that's a big problem. The three-minute idle rule. Look it up. It's real. New York City. And then... um. There's a traffic congestion plan that's finally going to go through. They've been talking about this for like 25 years, and there's been a lot of idiots fighting it all along. The, the, the thing that it's going to hurt is people who live outside the city and drive in, okay? And a lot of the delivery people are going to have to figure something out. But to just they reach the compromise, it's going to be a certain section of Manhattan that's going to be like they're going to cut back You're to have to pay more. So it's going to cut back on the amount of trucks and cars coming in, which is good. If you're a Manhattan resident, this is good news because it means a lot less pollution, and a lot less congestion in the streets and if you're a bike rider you should be psyched and uh get behind this and support your local council members that support it because uh they've been shooting this down forever because of the special interest at work that don't want to pay you know some extra money to come in here and pollute us with all their nasty co2 diesel exhaust fumes etc etc and just block up the traffic and honking that goes back to uh noise traffic and it's it's horrible. The honking, I don't even know why, why, are, why do cars have, why can cars even have this honking device put in? See, I just heard it, honking came outside my window just now. Why, do, why does it exist? It doesn't save lives, and maybe it saves like one life, maybe in a, once in a very huge blue moon, but what it does do is disturb millions of people every day around the world. It disturbs millions and millions, if not billions of people Every day, every hour, every minute of the day, there's someone honking their horn like an idiot just because they're in a race to get to the red light. That's the thing. You you beep beep beep, and then you just go 20 feet and you're stopped at the red light anyways. So it's just like racing to the red light is part of the modern you know speed up. And then people who want to get home really fast from work, like why are you in a rush to get home so much? Like just so you can like you know flop on on a couch and put on the TV or your Netflix. It's like can you wait another five minutes and not beep and. Drive everyone in your neighborhood crazy, so that should horns should be outlawed. There shouldn't be any horns. Period. No no more horns. Get rid of them. They're not needed. And the future cars are going to have emergency brake systems and sonar systems anyway. So, you know, we're not going to need them. Okay. So, get rid of the horns. And then um, skipping skipping ahead here, I'm trying to get through everything. Dog poop. Okay. Now, most people do scoop their dog's poop. There's been a huge explosion of dogs here in New York City, and I think in cities in general. A whole generation of people maybe aren't having kids, and they're having dogs instead. And it's cool. I like to go watch the dogs. I have a cat. I don't have a dog. It's, it's too much maintenance for my girlfriend and I, who, who lead pretty busy lives, and we can't afford to pay someone to go walk it and stuff like that. So we, it's a question of maintenance and, and also just uh, budget. But I love dogs. I love animals. Those are my girlfriend. We like to watch them at the park, and especially the little toy dogs are so cute but the thing is you know um if you if you you got to scoop your your dogs poop up whoever you are not scooping it because it it is illegal and you can get a fine although that's another law that's never enforced for whatever reasons and i'm sticking you know i hate dodging having to worry about you know stepping in shit all the time and then there's dogs that take unhealthy shits and you know skid it all across the sidewalk and God forbid the owner, you know, does anything about it and cleans it up so the rest of us don't have to like, you know, step in it or whatever. that's. that's here's another thing. The dog peeing. Okay, now peeing is something that is bad for trees. Okay, look it up, Google it. It's high acidic quality. It's, no, it's not good for trees. And I don't care about what you think. You know, just Google it and find out. Curb your dog. And don't let him pee in the middle of the sidewalk. What the hell are you thinking? Like, I want to step in your dog's piss. No, I don't. I don't think anyone does. So curb your dog. And the thing is, you know, one thing with these, a lot of these people get dogs. They don't even do any research on how to train them. They're out of control. They don't know how to control their dogs, how to, like, make them sit or, like, heal. Never mind curbing them. You know, it's like, it's amazing to me that people would get an animal and not do some basic research on how to take care of it. Or the side effects of other things. Like, you know, I can understand. Maybe you don't know that's bad for trees. So I'm telling you now just don't let your dog pee on the trees, all right? We, we have only so many trees in New York, and we need every one of them to be healthy, okay? So, and then, and also, what's really ridiculous is when uh, you have people who actually take the poop, get it inside their little recycling poop bag, and leave it on the sidewalk. Now, that to me is really bizarre. I don't know who you are or why you do this, but you are very strange. And, it's, it's just pathetic that you can't make the final effort to to pick to take the bag and put it into the garbage somewhere. Because there's plenty of garbage to sit outside, whether on the corner or or even buildings that have their garbage things outside a lot of the time. So that's pretty pathetic, and that's like lazy, lazy, weird behavior. It's like you do most of the dirtiest part of the job, but you won't get it into the garbage. I mean, that's really weird to me. I and mean, like God, you fucking you need some therapy. All right, so littering okay littering i have a big i think i can't stand people who litter but i i see over the years who it is it's mostly young poor people and uh and i that's true i mean the people and i seen adults do it too plenty of adults do it but majority are mostly young poor ghetto people that i guess they're pissed off because they're poor and they're just fucking throwing shit down and they don't give a fuck and i see their parents do it too and i see other people do it too so a lot of they you know Sometimes it's, it's immigrants, sometimes it's Americans, but it's mostly young people who are, who are like, I don't know, upset. They don't, but, but they don't understand it's, it's their home. This is where they live. This is where the streets they walk every day. So when they, when they, you know, litter or if they spray paint, you know, some shitty tag on a wall that's just been freshly painted, it's, they're just making their whole neighborhood look like shit where they're living. So it's basically they're just shitting where they sleep, which is really unhealthy. And it's sad, and it's a sign of, like, they come from some kind of crappy home where the parents don't give them good values or teach them what's right from wrong. But I'm telling you, if you see it, you should say something. Because in the old days, it was a village type of vibe. If, if a kid, you know, I do, I say, if I see a kid drops, and I said, please, the garbage is on the corner. Walk 10 feet, put the garbage in the, in the thing. I mean, this is your home. And say that to him. Say, this is your home. This is where you live. You know, and that makes them think a little bit. Okay, yeah, it's true. Uh, this is where I live. Maybe I shouldn't, like, just throw my shit everywhere. So littering is annoying mostly young angry people but unfortunately a fair share of adults too that are that should know better okay smokers smokers do you think the whole world is your ashtray did you ever think about like i, I obviously don't care because you don't even care enough about yourself to because you're smoking and you're killing yourself so you know you can poison yourself but please don't, don't poison the rest of us and just, just don't throw your cigarette butts down everywhere you stand you know there's just over 200 toxic chemicals in your cigarette, you know, switch to vaping. I mean, I know it's it's probably more addictive, but it has a lot less chemicals in it, and uh, it doesn't stink as bad, and the cigarette butts will end up all over the place. So, you know, switch to vaping. You know, like do us all a favor, and uh, if you have to have your nicotine addiction, but you know, cigarettes are disgusting. I have to sweep them up in the street all the time in front of my building because now no one's allowed to smoke inside the bars, and most people don't want it in their apartments. So people always all the smokers go out on the sidewalk, they smoke their cigarette. throw it down on the ground. Like, you know, someone's going to clean up after them and uh, and then if not, you know, they get washed into the street. All the chemicals and and nasty shit go into our, you know, our water systems and it's just a drag. So try to like, you know, take your cigarette, butt, put it out and put it in the nearest garbage and do us all a favor, you know, just, you know, clean up after yourself, you know, and, And also public spaces. It's been a law now since uh, Bloomberg. uh, No more smoking in public spaces. That includes parks. And, like, even the cops didn't know this. I talked to a cop the other day, and the cop didn't even know the law. And that's that's typical. They just seemed like a real moron. And the law is no smoking in in beaches or public parks. And yet a lot of people are still smoking in the parks, and it's nasty, and they leave their cigarette butts everywhere. So do us a favor. Just, you know, try to just be less selfish and just clean up after yourself okay so that's smoking all right and the world's not your ashtray whether you like to think so or not okay and then the subway i don't use the subway very often although i did use it a lot when i was younger when i worked uh when i had my own little business painting apartments i used to haul my crap around down there and had to use the get around for rehearsals and things like that for my music and things but i, I, I i'm lucky now i'm a I'm a teacher, and where I teach in my my neighborhood, and it's very convenient. I can walk to work, and so. But the, here's some etiquette that hasn't changed over the years. You know, you know, you should don't manspread. All you guys who love to manspread, and maybe you're a little bigger, so you think you're gonna intimidate people. That means you're just a big coward, and you're a wimp, and you're selfish. You just close your legs together like everyone else has to. And make and don't think you can take up two seats, okay? And then people with backpacks. You know, just be aware that you're bumping into people. You know, you got another big, especially younger people with all your book bags and stuff. Just be aware of that because that can get annoying. And, you know, people maybe should smile once in a while. And I also think that, you know, last few times I've been in the subway, I've noticed everybody's, like, you know, lost in their little, you know, phone worlds, their smartphone realms. I mean, do you ever give yourself a break? Do you ever give your brain a rest and just daydream? They, they've done studies that showing that daydreaming, if, if, especially if you're a creative person, it's really important. But it's, it's important for everyone. Just to daydream or just, just not do anything. and Just, like, sit there and, and be at one with yourself. And that's how humans were for, like, millions and millions of years. And now, all of a sudden, overnight, within 10, 15 years, like, everyone has to have constant stimulation from a little gadget. And I'm telling you, it's not good for us, man. I don't care what anybody says. I just know it's not good for us. And it's good, you know, your brain needs to take a break and just to, like, relax and chill. And the subway is a great place to do it instead of just occupying your brain with stupid shit like video games, latest gossip, or whatever crap you're doing. Unless it's really important, put away your phones and just chill. Maybe even, like, you know, look around you a little bit and say hello to somebody. So, yeah, subways are nasty, but... You know, they're getting a little better. There's a lot of, you know, we let our subways go here in New York for like the last 50, 60 years. And they have to upgrade everything. So, it's a big mess now with the MTA and the the government. The MTA, the Metropolitan Transit Authority, is like some weird entity where it's half private, half government. Which really, and it's not transparent at all. And it's really creepy and I don't like it. And most people don't. And there's been loggerheads between uh, Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo over how to deal with a lot of the, you know, work that needs to be done. Billions and billions and billions of dollars of upgrading that needs to be done. They hired some English or Canadian dude who's fixed the systems in London and Australia. And hopefully, he seems like he knows what he's doing. So, because there's a lot of work, you know, that needs to be done. Because... You know, the service is getting worse, and the price keeps going up, and, uh, and more and more people keep using the service, so, and they got to clean up everything. They just finally cleaned the F station at 2nd Avenue in uh, my neighborhood here in East Village in New York. My God, has it, never been done in the whole, like, you know, half my lifetime, like, you know, decades. And uh, they finally scrubbed it, you know, they scrubbed the nasty uh, floors, you know, and also that comes to my next thing, gum chewing. Now it's most again mostly young people but I've seen adults do it young people man this is your city this is your home and the gum is made from a you know a, a rubber based product that does it takes a zillion years to go away and it takes a serious machine to scrape it off the ground once you've thrown it down and it's just disgusting if you traveled to clean cities around the, the world like especially like northern Europe or even. You know, it's Singapore. It's Singapore is one of the cleanest cities in the world. And they have, you get, you go to jail if you, if you throw your gum down on the ground. That's how, that's how like strict they are about it. And I think we should be more strict about it because it just looks disgusting. It creates little black spots everywhere. It's nasty. And then you step on it, it sticks to your shoe, it ruins your day. It just, Take your gum and put it in the garbage for crying out loud! I mean, how much effort does that take? And then you're young people. You just think you're, you know, you're going to be here in 20 years when you become an adult, and you're going to be like in the same place you're trashing. You're going to, unless you're, you know, you're one of the one in a zillion that make it out of here, you know, with a zillion dollars, which is not most of the time doesn't happen. So make this is your home. Treat it good. Spitting, not into it. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna spit and spit. Into the into the street. Don't spit on the sidewalk where everyone's walking with their feet. I don't want to bring home your tuberculosis. Okay. All right. Food prices. You know, Amazon Prime up yours. You know, and all these jumps that is going with the food is crazy. Our incomes are stagnant. Forty years. It's time for everyone to get a raise so we can afford to these crazy food. And homeless people. You know, I feel we're in the richest country in the world. You know, and it's the homeless thing is just growing in all the major cities. It needs to be dealt with. There's no reason why these, we can't afford to get these people, you know, a little room to live in somewhere, even in the suburbs, wherever it is, so they can have dignity and a shelter. And, you know, 50% of them might recover and they might get their acts together and 50% might not. And, you know, what? that's reality. And we'll just have to deal with it, you know, and take care of them because that's the Christian thing to do. Just take care of the poor and, and the people who are so messed up that they can't take care of themselves. So that we do we do it. That's that's what we do. We're, we're either in this together or we're not. This is like, you know, we're on the same ship and the ship's gonna go down if we don't start helping each other. We're all in this ship together, man. So that's about it for today. And like I said, if you want to you know reach out to me, the new gmail is it's stow at gmail.com. And, you know, be part of the solution. Don't be part of the pollution. Like, that's my little phrase, and I think it's true, and I try to do it every day. So take care until next time. Ciao for now. Bitches!